You're listening to Sascapes, a podcast featuring the stories of arts, culture, and heritage in Saskatchewan. It's only fattening if you swallow. That's a quote from one of my guests on this episode of Sascapes. Swallow what, you ask? Well, that would be a table as long as the eye can see, full, and I mean full, of the most delicious, calorie-laden, but who cares, anyway, desserts. I'm Kevin Power, and welcome to the town of Priestville, Saskatchewan, and a Culture Day's weekend celebration featuring an ethnic dessert night. What an original idea to bring the town folks all together. Hosted by the Priestville Heritage Museum Committee, Dozens of folks pitched in and made desserts reflective of their cultural heritage. It was a united nations of desserts on display. And to add to the fun, most of the crowd were in costume, and most importantly, wearing hats. Join me and one of my first guests, Lauren, a local resident, history buff, and a long-time Priestville teacher, now retired. Lauren and I talk about the history of the area, including the Dukabor influence. And as for the food, well, dear listeners, be envious, because it was all as good as it sounds. Thanks to Andrea, the town's recreation director, and Elaine, the community development officer, for inviting me to their town. It was a huge turnout and an honor to meet you all. So, here I am in Priestville, which is your home. Welcome. And thank you. And you are... Lauren Plaxon. Lauren, now you are the head, are you the head of the historical society? I was. You were, okay. I was the head of the Priestville and District Heritage Museum okay. at its inception in 2005. Okay. We are celebrating our 10th anniversary today, in fact. Wow. This is it. We should all be singing happy anniversary well, to each other. Well, that would be a darn good idea. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Now, are you originally from the area? I'm from Buchanan, which is about 20 miles okay. south. So you stayed close to home. Oh, definitely. And how long have you lived in Priestville proper? Since 1961. Okay. Two, I should say, 1962. Do you know when the town of Priestville was established? Definitely. Nin- 1912. 1912. 1912. And there probably was a railway that came through here. Uh, the, the railway came through in, the grade was in, in 1911, and the, the rail came in in 12. In 12. Right. When did the and rail likewise, go? likewise, we have a historical uh, hotel that was built in 1912. Oh, and it still functions it's as a still hotel? still there. It is still there. Wow. The bar is still there. Wow. But not the hotel? The hotel is still there. Is it really? The whole thing. Right. Is it haunted by any chance? Is which? Is it haunted? The reason oh, why no, I ask no, no. is I've been to a couple of original hotels that right. are haunted. Yeah. Oh, no, no. So I'm always intrigued this, by this. This one is, you know, it's only 103 years old, so oh, it's not haunted. It's, right. you know, it's, it's, a, it's a pup. It's right, a pup. it's a pup. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, when did the railway leave? Oh, good question. Now you got me there. Uh, Probably 10, in the 60s, maybe? Uh, no, no, maybe about 
um, you know, 20 years ago yeah, or something right, like that. Yeah. I'm not too sure. Right. To the truth. Is the museum the old railway station? No, the no. museum has a real unique history. Uh-huh. It actually was part of the um, Commonwealth Training Plan uh, establishment in Yorkton. And it was built in about 1940. And pilots from all over the world, all over the Commonwealth, came to Yorkton to learn to fly. And then when they got their pilots, uh, you know, qualifications, uh-huh. over they went to England to fight against the, the Nazis. Right. And uh, needless to say, they met, many of them came through, came through, and they were from South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, wow. the whole common, British Commonwealth. Wow. Came came through Yorkton and various other other training bases to tell you the truth. Right. And then over they went. How did the town of Priestville get its name? Uh, from the Priest family. Uh, from the Fred, pre- uh, Fred and Louise Priest. Okay. Right. Uh, they donated the land for the town site, uh-huh. and uh, they named the town after them. Okay. In fact, it, it, in its inception, it was called Priest, but the a railway basically said it's not long enough, so they had they tacked the ville on it. All right. Right. Oh, okay. A little, little thing yeah. like that. Right. They, uh, oh, by the way, the the museum actually came across country from from Yorkton by by uh, truck. You mean the building itself? The building itself wow. came across, came across, uh, came on the highway, and the the great big uh, movers that they had uh, brought it all the way to Priestville. The foundation was poured. Prior to its coming here, yeah. and of course the building, they knew the measurements. They made the foundation. They brought the they brought the building. On it went, and that was it. So the building was originally in Yorkton. In Yorkton, oh yes. And what was it in Yorkton? In Yorkton, as I said, it was the pilots' oh, right, barracks. Right. right, 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 right. That's where they that's where they slept, right, of course. Yeah. And we have another one. We've got the Legion Hall, uh-huh. which came across. It was a mess hall. And it's a very, very big building, much bigger than this one, to tell you the truth. Right. And it came across country likewise. They like to move buildings. In they move pro- things, know. you know, just like the Egyptians. They. I know. Even coming down here, I passed a house being moved. Right. Yeah, right. a mobile house. Yeah. What did you do um, for a living in the area? In the area? I taught. Did you? I taught school for 32 years. Did you teach history? I taught history. That's not a coincidence. Isn't that a coincidence? And I love history. I'm an amateur historian. Right. Is there a, a school? Um, what, the school the, is there one school in Priestville? There's one school, K-12. Yeah, okay. K-12. And was that the school you taught in? Right. So you're probably well known in this area. You probably have I taught, taught a half lot the of, town, you might say. I'm sure you did. Yeah. So you're very... But there is, there's quite a turnover in people, of course, so... Yes. Oh, oh you have to collect some money. Collect some money. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Absolutely. Okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Your costume caught my eye immediately. Did it? It did. <laughs> you look fabulous. May I ask who you are? I'm Eugenia Kennedy. Eugenia? Yeah, but I'm just here to enjoy their... Uh, so what? Oh, because you had the option of dressing up. Yeah, if you uh, wore a hat. Well, I had one, but I took it off. I thought it was being well, polite. That, well, no, and then you got your name put in the door prize. So I said oh. to her, I'll just dress up too, and she says, do that. 
Well, my mother always told me I should take my hat off at the table, so I did. Oh, not tonight. <laughs> oh. So where, tell me about your costume. Where did you find this? It's fabulous. Well, it's like I've been telling everybody. Yeah. Is it, <laughs> when no. I was young and had lots of money, I wanted to ride a camel, so I went to Egypt. Uh-huh. But it's a fib. I really, I would not have known that. <laughs> I somehow, somehow, <laughs> as lovely as it is, you know I'm what? thinking that your head. I was at are... a grads sale oh, well. about two years ago, and yep. this thing was hanging there. And I said to the lady, "Are you selling that?" And she says, "Yeah." And uh, they had been to Egypt. Oh, and, they had been. Yeah, and she bought this, and I said, "Really?" She said, "Yeah." I says, "Well, I want it." <laughs> So now today I got a chance to wear. I was going to say you you don't have many opportunities to wear something like that. Well, I thought some people might think it's Halloween. You know, when I come looking like this. Well, now you know what you've got to wear for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. But you know, once you wear an outfit, it's very gauche to be seen in it again a second time. Yeah. You but know, anyway, something this noticeable. Eh? Yeah. Well, you're not going to forget, forget that. No. That's right. Do you live in Preschool? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How yeah. long have you lived here? 20 years. Have you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. grow up in the area? We moved from uh, Litlaw down Litlaw. towards Calvington, okay. Wendell uh-huh. Clark country. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So you've always yeah. stayed in the area. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. guessing this is your husband Yeah, here. that's my husband. That's my friend down at the end. You, you strike me as someone who might have been a farmer. Is that so? <laughs> he still is. Oh, you <laughs> still are a farmer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'm only 82. Are you really? Yeah. You look a lot younger than that. Hey. Young woman. Don't Well, as long as you keep dressing up like this, you'll never grow old. Oh, yeah. If I get an outfit like this. Do they do these sorts of things often here in Priestville? Get-togethers with meals? Well, um, this is the first time I think they've tried a dessert like this. But uh-huh. they're always putting on yeah. things, you know, because they... The museum club or whoever they are, they're yeah. all doing something. You they know, love getting dressed well, they, up. Well, they Actually, the first guy you talk to, he likes to dress up. Maybe even next Sunday you might dress up. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You have to to get funds to come in to operate. Oh, sure. And the, I give them credit. There are a lot of seniors, you know, and they're trying to get this museum to go. Yeah. Well, that's where SAS Culture comes in to help. Well, yeah. 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 You know, and... and uh, they built an authentic Ukrainian clay oven a couple of years ago. Oh, did they? Yeah, over and by it, the town office. They fire yeah. it up once in a while. And yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Oh, they're sell active, it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you make anything on that table? Yeah, but I'm not telling you what. Oh, come on. <laughs> I want to know what your specialty is. <laughs> I'm a Canadian. I made okay. the apple pandauti, and it says a Canadian. Oh, okay. Well, it could have been that or Nanaimo bars, I was going to say. No, I didn't make Nanaimo oh, bars. And when I looked up a recipe for this costume, oh, it had ingredients that I wouldn't oh, know you where wanted to, to come up with an Egyptian dessert? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> You'd have won the hero of the year for that. Well, You'd have had a hard time shopping for ingredients, I'd get. That's what I said. Yeah. It started off real good. Yeah. Rice pudding, and then there, when the last three ingredients come, I had no idea right. what they were, and right. neither did my sister, and so we just, I said, have, forget it. To have dates, though, wouldn't they? The sure, trees? yeah, Must absolutely, have. yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. But not the dried ones that you buy in the store in the bag. They would have the Mitchell dates, which are the, the ones yeah. with the pit in it, yeah. Yeah, yeah which yeah. are fantastic. Yeah. 
Well, thank you for... I see you're diving into what I understand is a Greek cheesecake. Yeah, and I think they were all made by oh. Darlene Medlang, the one with the red... With the red hat over there? With that, yeah. yeah. She has, no, no, she's got the flower in her hair. Red, silky oh, flower. Okay. Little Kate hat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will, uh, I'll see if I can track her down. She's in the kitchen. I think I just seen her in there. Yeah. She's going to be modest, but I'll. Uh, I think I'll find she it. made all these fancy cheesecakes. Really? Yeah. Thank you for talking to me and not telling me to go away. No. <laughs> okay. People do do that. Did you eat? Pardon? Have you eaten? Not yet. What's wrong? I'll get there. Well, I'll get well I'm moving. There wasn't going to be a I'm, thing left. I'm working. Oh, we took okay. way too big a portion. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. I'll just walk around and lick the plates. Yeah. Is there Darlene in here? Yeah. Darlene. Yes. I'm told that I should come over and capture you for a moment to talk. Oh. I know you're busy. I understand that you've made half the things on this table, somebody told oh, me. Well, not half, no. I a did, lot. I did the fruit soupers, uh, the, the two kinds of soup, and yes. I did the, the cheesecakes. Now, it's a, did I overhear you say it's a Greek cheesecake? Well, my sister went online to see where they originated from, and she okay. said they're from Greece. So, And she said, well, we should have that country represented, so you make cheesecakes. So yeah. this is what I did. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but you don't have Greek in your background? Not at all. Scandinavian. Scandinavian? Completely. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. are there any Scandinavian dishes here? Oh, yes, yes. Show me. Let's go over to this massive dessert table. This is this is more sugar than a person has a right to look at in one shot. Now, these ones are sandbuckles. What are they called? Sandbuckles. Okay. And over there is Fatiman. That's a poor man's donut. A poor man's donut. Translated, yes. Like donuts are particularly expensive, Jim. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but that was a translation. Oh, that's interesting. The two, the two soups are, yes. are their fruit soups. That's Scandinavian. Oh, yes. I, I noticed this one. It, uh, it, is it like a compote? It is, very much okay. so. And uh, the other one is the one that we always have at Christmas Eve at our house. Uh, it's Saskatoon Strawberry Raspberry. I was going to say, but sa- you'd not find a Saskatoon berry anywhere back home. No, but we have it here, and that's yep. that's Norwegian. And the oh, other right. one is more Swedish tradition. Okay. Did you grow up there, or is that just your heritage? That's my heritage. Okay, have you been? Oh, yeah, I've been to Sweden, yeah. uh, and a couple times I've been to Denmark. Uh-huh. These are Danish. These uh, cookies back here are the wedding cookies. These little ones back here. Oh, yes? Those are our uh, Danish wedding cookies. And next to them is homemade Danish pastry. Well, I was going to say, that's how the Danish pastry has its name Danish, yes? Yeah, yeah. and so that's all, that's all, you know, tied in with our heritage. How long have you all been preparing this? Oh, a couple days. Really? Yeah. You say that so casually, but it all looks so impressive when it's together. Well, yeah, but we had, had uh, you know, there's been many people, all the museum members have, yeah. have made, like Leona Carlson, made the Pazelles, and yes. she made the Vina Tarta, and she made the, the Platza, the German cookies, those are all Leona. Boy, it's a regular United Nations of desserts it, here, isn't it? It is indeed, it is indeed, and then the trifles are more the English style. Yes. And Joan made one of them, and Sharon made one of them. So, uh, are the dishes that the people have made somehow connected to their background? Yes. Oh, that's Joan, Joan is English. 
Have you done this before? No, actually. Well, I shouldn't say that. We did a Scandinavian supper, but that was all okay. Scandinavian. And we did, um, uh, we had the traditional food that, that would be served there. And that okay. was a big hit. That was uh, a couple years ago. And we cooked all that stuff. You guys must have raided the co-op. Well, <laughs> must have cleaned them out. <laughs> must have cleaned them out of all the cream and sugar for sure. Yeah, the cream would took cream, a real Cream, sugar, big and flour. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, it's and wonderful. All, and all of this was made by Marge Paxson, and that's the Russian background oh. and her heritage. Oh, fast! I'm going to come over to the other side of the table and talk and with you because he brought me my tea, so I have to. There you go, Darlene. Thank you. What a pleasure this is to behold. Okay, remind me your name again. Mine is Marge Plaxen. Marge. Now, yes. you've made some of the Russian dishes here. This is the Russian tart, yes. Okay. And are these Saskatoons? In the these Russian are tart? Saskatoons. These are cranberries, and there's raspberries and strawberries. And apple, as season would allow, that's what we used to have. Right. And you could have yogurt, sour cream, or whipped cream to make it very tasty. And that's your background? It is. Right. Very far back, and it's far, hard. Far back? Yes. Have you been to Russia at all? Uh, I haven't, but right. um, my mother and daughter have, okay. so some of the artifacts there are from the Russia. Oh, right, right. From over there? Yes. You mean? Oh, I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't made it over the table yeah. yet. Um, and uh, you're, But you live in Preso. We do. How long have you lived here? Um, 52 years. 52 years. Wow. Yeah. It's a wonderful place to raise a family. And you probably know Lauren, the teacher, who probably sort has of, taught yeah. just about everybody in this resort. <laughs> you're exactly. saying, yes. So is this the kind of town where everybody knows everybody? Everybody, and they should. And if they don't, if they don't say hello to the next person, there's something very wrong. Everybody really? wants to know everybody. How come? Where are all the young folks? Um, They've probably been working all day and to have kids to look after for the evening. Do you find that the younger demographic in Priestville um, go attend the the museum and things like that? I mean, do they take... We've been very fortunate that the kids... Leona, that's yogurt. Well, now you'll have to put yogurt and whipped cream. What is this? And that's sour cream. And so I'll give you this pure... pure. Real cream, real cream. Fine. So try to wiggle it around. Oh, that'll be fine. Oh, that's I left, well, it's only fattening when you swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the title of this podcast. Is that really? It's only fattening if you swallow it. That's right. And isn't there another rule where if it's broken, there's no calories in it? That's true. Right. That's what we do at home. Make sure. Right. You just go smash up all the cookies and then dive in. That's right. Well, you don't have to. Somebody else will do it for you if they wanted that. Enough. Right. Well, what a delight everything you've made here. Thank you thank so you much. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Thanks for the tea again. I'll show you some heritage. Yes, okay. I'm back with Lauren here. Very early homes in Canada. 1899 to 1900. There's the door. There's the, there's the lady and her little boy. And this is the village of actual actual village of Novotroyskaya that was built in 1899 and there they stayed for two years then of course they built these log homes and look who built them built mostly by the women and children that's interesting the men were out working the men were out working and oh, look at all the women sitting in the roof in the right. and there is a picture of a typical 
uh, Russian Duke of War village. Yes. It's south of Buchanan. This is called Christianoka of Christ. It's basically the... Or it was first called Masayevka, which basically means Mosesville. Okay. And you can see the, the lineage of the homes all lined up. Yeah. And it was, there was about 80 people living in that one little village. Wow. Now, yeah. I am in Dukabor country now. You are. Yes. Uh, you, you Fascinating were, you were, history. You might say. Uh, by and large, they've, you know, they've moved away. Yes. But in the beginning, it was definitely uh, a lot of them living in, in this area. And here you are, Mr. Power from Saskatoon, here with Sask Culture. I am. Well, nice to have you here. Oh, it's wonderful to be yeah, here. Yeah, so you, you get the fun part, you get to go around with all the communities and all the events to eat. Have you had a chance to sample? No, I rarely get a chance to eat because I'm so busy talking to people, but I, this I can't pass up. So. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, okay. and if, if it all disappears, I'll just walk around and look at <laughs> Stick around to the end. I'm pretty sure the ladies will load you up. Yeah, right. What's the what's the paper that you're with? Uh, the local priest of progress, I believe they have quite a few of the articles that I've done in them in the past on the oh, tables good. over there. Oh, good. So you're covering the event. As always. I'm running back over here to Lauren. Lauren, Lauren, what I was going to ask you, was a conversation I was having with somebody the other day. Yep. Um, are there people, are there practicing Dukabors? In the area, a few. Not yes. many. Not many. Like, yeah. uh, to put it very simply, my mother, my mother was a practicing uh, Dukabor, okay. right? Yeah. And, and basically, we were Russian. Yeah. And in essence, we're, we are from the southern Ukraine, which was part of Russia right. back in 1802 to 45 is when they lived there. Then the Tsar, Russia, yes. said, you shall you shall join the Russian Orthodox Church or be exiled. Yes. And some people stayed there, and some people chose to be exiled to the Caucasus. Uh-huh. To put it very simply, I have relatives on both sides. I've okay. still got relatives probably in the Ukraine. I, I know I have relatives in Russia. Right. And, and Leo you know, Tolstoy was very instrumental. Yes, in, he was, as in, was Queen Victoria. Okay. See, Leo, Leo, uh, Leo Tolstoy, uh, correspondent, I'm sure, with Queen Victoria, and I think she had a, a, and of course they were looking for they were looking for farmers at that time yeah. who could basically get on a piece of land and make something out of it from nothing. Right. My grandfather, for example, came across with sixty cents uh-huh. in his pocket. Some other people, of course, were more you know wealthy and they came across with gold. But I mean that's that's life. Some people, yeah. there were the rich and there were the ordinary peasants in those days too. Right. So they were original farmers. They originally the all were farmers. Right? Right, right. My grandfather, uh, Constant, worked for Robert Buchanan, after uh-huh. whom the town is named, and he worked for him for a hundred dollars a year. Wow! A year. A year. Thirty-three cents a day. But hey, that was good money in those days. Yeah. The men, the men, basically, as you saw there, the women are building, yeah. are building the houses. Yes. Eh? The men walked from this area. To places like Yorkton, that was a very simple walk. Yep. Some of them, my, gran- my great-grandfather walked to Moose Jaw to work on the railway. Good Lord. Oh, yeah. Right across country. And away they went. They, they heard there was work there. And away they went. We have to have some good shoes to do that trek. Well, uh, some of them had shoes, some of them didn't. Oh, my goodness. Boy, you hear kids today complain that they have, right? you know... 
don't know. This from, is like the old saying, you know, you complain about your shoes until you see a man who has yeah, right. feet. Exactly. Yeah, right, exactly, yeah. you have a gentleman like that right here. See with the red flag? Uh, oh, yes. Yes. Um, I was going to say, what was I going to Oh, the, the Dukabors moved um, uh, into, the, into the British Columbia area. Yes, from... from uh, well, that's, an, that's another story. Oh, gosh, how long have you got? <laughs> <laughs> What's that story? Well, they were they were okay here, and the one thing that they were uh, guaranteed when they came in was that they would not have to uh, pledge allegiance, okay? And they were let into the country on that basis, and they were also let, in the country the, uh, let into the country uh, with a couple of other provinces, but government's changed. Yes. And a gentleman called Oliver chose not to go by the old rules, you might say. And I think their, their benefactor was a gentleman called Simpson. But a gentleman called Oliver sa- said, no, eh, you, must, uh, you must break up your, your, your communities and go, go separate, your separate ways. Excuse me. Okay. And uh, some chose to go to uh, B.C., and some chose the independence, chose to stay here. My grandfather simply took out a homestead, and that's all there was to it. They seem to have had a lot of people in their history wanting to break them up somehow, or well, put them in compromising. I, I mean, I they weren't particularly a threat. They were quite peacekeeping. They, they were, not? by and large, they were peaceful. Yeah. You know, by and large, yeah. they were peaceful. Let's face it, you have, you have your crazies in every group. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, the ones, the ones that are always... Uh, in, well, the big naked protests. Right on. Right? Between, the, between that yeah. and the Sons of Freedom. Right, you know. right. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. as I said, in every religious sect, you have your real conservative group. Yeah. And you have your liberal group. You know, right. that's about the size of it. And I don't care. I don't care which group it was, whether it was the Puritans that yeah. were exiled to to uh, New England, sure. or the uh, the Catholics that were exiled to to America to find uh, to form Maryland yeah. under the under the reign of Elizabeth I. Uh, you know, and then of course the the colonies were a wonderful place to send convicts, and there were nineteen. I think there were nineteen crimes. And lepers. And lepers, yes. <laughs> That were, you know, you could be exiled uh, in England, you could be hung. Or you could choose transportation to the colonies. Right. Guess what? Yeah, right. And that's how the colonies got started. Yeah, yeah. Some, of them, some of them for very menial, menial crimes. Like, uh, okay, in the United States, the states, uh, you know, rebelled, broke away. So the, they didn't have any place to send their prisoners to, to the U.S. So they wound up sending them to Australia. To start Australia, because and in fact, just recently there was a wonderful program on on uh, the history of, of Australia on the CBC. Yes, because Tasmania originally was yeah, um, well, yeah, yes, but they Able Tasman. Yeah, that's right. Right. Well, exile continues today, doesn't it? In some fashion. Yeah, I guess so. There will so. always be people fleeing their country. I know. Uh, it's, it's, it's a hard call. Yeah. It's a hard call. It's, it's, you know, it's the story of humanity. That's I right. Yeah, yeah. There, have been, there have been migrations since time immemorial. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, well, we won't migrate from this No, event. we won't. We won't, Kevin. We will not migrate. <laughs> Lauren, thank you. What a pleasure to meet you. Well, thank you very much, Kevin. And nice the real reason why I'm hanging around your table is because you have all the money. <laughs> not quite. But Are anyway, you getting desserts in the middle of all this? You better go through this. Oh, well, I'll get I mean, there's only a whole table left, Kevin. I, well, you better I just, get through that. But I just said... Yeah, I just said I'll lick all the plates if everything's gone. Oh, come on. <laughs> i got to make sure I, I, I do my job first. Okay. Then well, that's later. good. I'm glad you're conscientious. Absolutely. If your superior ever asks, I will tell him. Thank <laughs> I hope you're enjoying this episode. Just a reminder that there are several ways that you can listen to all of the Sascapes episodes. The easiest way is with the Sascapes app that you can download for free from the App Store or Google Play, depending on your device. You'll even get notifications when a new episode is available. Other ways to hear the podcasts are downloading them from the iTunes Store, Stitcher Radio, or through the TuneIn Radio app. Again, all for free. You can stream the Sascapes podcasts individually at www.iheartculture.ca Thanks to all of you who have been writing your comments and reviews. It's always great to hear from you. And now, back to the podcast. Very high. You're very popular. I know. Well, when you're standing behind this table, I know you couldn't help it. And your name? I'm Joan. Joan, are yes. you on the museum? Yes, board, right? I'm the treasurer. Okay, yep. you're the treasurer. Oh, yes. you better meet up with Lauren. He's got all the money. I know. Yes. Yes, we're going to have a talk. So I, I understand that you have a British background. Yes. As my do family I. is. My grandparents all came over from England. Okay. So yes, my family is English. You've been. I have visit. not been to You've visit. You've not been to visit? No, oh. but I keep in touch with oh. family you there still. sometime. It's yes, fabulous. Yes, it is. So, you've done the trifle. I did the trifle, yes. The prerequisite British yes. trifle. Yes, And you've done two of them. No, this one actually one of the other girls did. Okay. Sharon did that, but I did the strawberry this, one. Yes, this is this is the one that I would call traditional. Yes, I think, um, yeah, it is. Yes, now these we've already covered. Yes, um, that's the, Darlene's, the, the fruit soups. Right. And so, yes. anything else that you, uh, no, you done the bread? No, no. the... The girls made the bread pudding. So how did this? How did you all decide to do this? I mean, I know that you've done dinners before. Yes. But how did you decide on on an ethnic dessert event? Well, we. Can I? Would you please do the board a favor? We don't want to eat everything that's left over. So would you please all go through for seconds? <laughs> Um, how did you how did you decide on an ethnic dessert night? It's such an original idea. Yes, we had done a supper and we thought, well, something different. Yes. And you know, we are so lucky in this area because there are many cultures, yeah. different groups, you know, and we thought this would be a nice way. Just the desserts are maybe sometimes different. Sure. Like everyone thinks of the different foods, but maybe not as much about desserts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we thought, well, maybe a dessert night. And who doesn't love an extra dessert? No, well, there's more than extras here. You yes. can go back for fourth, fifth, and sixth. So, but is the whole get together around food something that the museum does on a fairly regular basis? We do. Yeah. I mean, because everyone loves to, to eat. eat. Yes, yeah. and it's just. 
I think, like, traditionally, getting together for a meal is a sharing time. And, you know, we just think that's a good way. People love to come and and come out and socialize. And and as you can see, they're sitting and visiting and having an extra coffee. And this is the kind of town where everybody knows everybody, right? Yes, it's true. How long have you lived here? All my life. All your life? You were born in Breezeville? Yes. Does that mean Lauren was your teacher? Yes, he was. In grade, first in grade seven. Yes. Were you a good student? Oh yes. If I go oh, ask Lauren yeah. that, will he? Well, you could. Yeah, that? you could ask. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed school. Has Breezeville changed a lot over the years? It has. You know, has I the guess. Population reduced. Um, I would probably reduced from what it was, say, when I was younger. Uh-huh. You know, that well, younger people maybe have moved away. Right. Some of them to the cities and stuff. But, as you can see, you know, it's still a very vibrant yes, community. Absolutely. Yes. Did you grow up and work on a farm? Yes. Yeah, we live on a farm, uh-huh. and I worked in town up until last year, actually. So. All right. Yeah, but so no. So, you got to get all your ingredients fresh on the farm. Yes. Yes. That's very nice part about it. <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, this is just overwhelming. I think you guys are going to win my culture case oh. award. Oh, and you know, it's fun because when yeah. people are sitting around and visiting and, and they're having fun, yeah. then it makes it fun for us too. It well, really does. Photo for the press. Photo for the press. Oh, oh dear. Oh, good. Well, <laughs> since you're going to do that, I'm going to hone in on that photo opportunity as yes, well. Yes, and you need to get a plate, too, I and enjoy get, some of I these. I will get there. I just yes. have to do a little bit of work first, otherwise sure. yep. they won't believe I was here. That's yeah. true. Yes, but we sure have Thank you. Hello. <coughs> May I ask your name first? Oh, one? Grace Freddy. Grace. Now, you're on the museum... I'm uh, sorry, the, the hospital. Hospital Auxiliary. Right, mm-hmm. okay. So yep. you you worked a together. Lifetime member. Of the, right. Mm-hmm. Did you also work at the hospital? Yes. Mm-hmm. As a nurse. Yep. <laughs> Did you grow up in Priestville? Pardon? Did you grow up in Priestville? No, no, no. In Manitoba. Oh, in Manitoba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But how long have you been here? Um, Nineteen fifty-four. I came. Oh, heavens! Yeah. Mm-hmm. So ha- has the hospital gotten bigger since you started? Oh well, we've had we had a, another hospital where the town office is, uh-huh. and that was a. 29 Beth, <clears throat> okay. that's where I started, and then the new one was built, and I, I worked in both, like that one, and then I moved over to the other one. What was your favorite food out of oh, everything? Oh, gosh, I don't even I know see the names of them. You polished off a few of them there. Well, Peter's is there, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the um, apple was very good, and yes. uh, oh, I, can't, I can't remember that other one. What's your background? Uh, what do you Culturally. mean? Culture? Yeah, as German. far as heritage. German. Yeah, German background. Yeah. Female. I hear you. Best dress for the male and the female. Hey, it's Kevin. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Just a quick reminder that the Sascapes podcast is available for free on your favorite podcast app, or you can stream it from your browser. Check out the show notes for the link. On the Sascapes homepage, you'll notice something new under the logo called Sascapes Plus. You can't miss it. There's a big button saying support with a heart icon next to it. I'd love it if you could click on that button and help keep this podcast series going. When Sascapes launched in May 2014, it was the first podcast in the province celebrating arts, culture, and heritage. In fact, you'd have been pretty hard-pressed to find any Saskatchewan podcast. So I'd like to think that we paved the way. 
It's been because of your support that this podcast is now in its ninth year. Okay, that's it. Enjoy the rest of the episode. And we're going to the male is Mr. Boychuk. Mm-hmm. A nice top on. It is beautiful. So I got to draw for the ladies. And the winner is Gloria Dastrick. Mm-hmm. Yes. So your background is German. Yeah. So there were some German dishes well, there. Well, Polish and German. Uh-huh. There were some German dishes on the table. Oh, yeah. Did they pass your your test? <laughs> I didn't even see them, I don't think. Are you a big baker? No. Yourself? No? No. It seems like a really um, closely knit community, Priestville. Yeah. You all know each other? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was yes. that... Did you have children that grew up here? Mm-hmm. Four. And was Lauren their teacher as well? Yes, he was. <laughs> I haven't talked to anybody that Lauren hasn't touched well, um, somehow. Our kids said he was a good teacher. Yeah? yeah. Were they good kids? Good students? <laughs> well, yes, they did well in school. Yes. Yeah. Did any of them follow in your footsteps as yes. far as the medical profession? Two, two, two are nurses. One is a teacher, and, and our son is... Uh, Hasn't decided yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, he has jobs, you know. Right. Did a lot of traveling. Uh huh. Well, traveling is a great education. Oh yes. Nursing's changed a lot since you oh, started. Yes. For the better, do you think? Well, I don't like the uniforms they're wearing. Now. Oh. I like the white. Oh really? Hats. Oh, now they're wearing the scrubs. Well, it, they're or. kind of um, more casual. They're like scrubs, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But you like the like the the V O N type outfits. The registered nurse. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. The white ones. Right. Yeah. Do you still have yours? Oh, yes. You should have worn it tonight. <laughs> oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> that would have been quite the hat to wear. <laughs> I'd would have been. I never yeah. even thought of that. Well, at least now you know what to wear. To dress up. Yeah. See. Yeah. Well, now you know what to wear for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> you can go door-to-door trick-or-treating as a nurse. <laughs> yeah. No. We usually have lots of children coming to our place. Yeah, is Halloween a big deal in this town? Quite big, yes. Really? Oh, that's good to and hear. And uh, the church has, uh, on the Friday night, before Halloween, they, they have a, a big do in the church at Sturgis, like the United oh, yeah? Church. Uh-huh. Our ministers in both churches. Because right. yeah. it's such a dying art well, in have, some of the large yeah, cities. They have many children. Wow. Have a good, good evening. That's fantastic. So is this sort of the community hub as this far one? as people getting together? Uh, well, for the older folks, I guess, yeah. but the Legion Hall is, is okay. where most of because it's right. bigger, and right. big stage and everything, That's and the big kitchen. Are the younger the younger people that live in Priestville, uh, do they appreciate the senior folks that live here as far as the your knowledge they, of the history of the place? and well, well, you know, because sometimes we're always so concerned that seniors spend so much time volunteering for boards and museums and things that you keep them going in many ways. And then yeah. who do we hand these things down to afterwards? Well, that's it. The younger folks aren't that interested. Always. Right. No, and it's hard to get members, even for the hospital auxiliary. You know, we're looking for members all the time because everybody's getting older like me, you yeah, know, well, and we want it to continue. You know, I think all you need to do is wave one of these desserts under their nose and they'll <laughs> follow you and join anything. 
<laughs> just want to eat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, what a delight it is to talk to you. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for having me to your town. Oh, yes. I'm sorry that I'm not, I'm feeling very well, so I don't have to go to your hospital. <laughs> yes, well, I'm not there anymore. Anyway. Right, right. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd give them a mindful about the route fix. Good. Great. Thank you. Have a yeah. good evening. Okay. Thank you. I think you should have seconds. No, I Okay, now I am with the two people who are responsible for getting me here. I am with Andrea and Andy Lane. Um, settle down, Andrea. She's having too much. You're on a sugar high. That's the problem. I might be, yep. Yeah, right. So um, tell me your official title with, with Priestman. I am the recreation director for the town of Priestman. Okay, and Elaine? The community development officer. Oh, you are? Okay. And your offices are very close to each other because I hear you yelling back and forth. We are in one room with a little bit of a partition. Right, okay. (laughs) She knows all my dirty secrets. (laughs) So how does this rack up as far as really spectacular events? Like what we had today, you mean? I think it was very good. Very impressive. Yes, very good. Are these the kinds of things that are happening regularly in the community? Um... This is the first time for this. They've done a meal, um, an ethnic meal. Right. Um, Otherwise, we just have barbecues, hamburger barbecues. Right. But there's lots of ethnic. But this, yeah. I guess there's lots of potlucks or potlucks and fall suppers and those type of things. uh, Oh yes, the famous Saskatchewan fall Fall suppers. Absolutely, those are really common out here. Uh, This dessert, actually, dessert night. This would be one of the first times they've ever done that. But uh, we've had different, uh, we've had Oktoberfests in the past where kind of focused on different nationalities, and that's been a fundraiser for, I think one year was for the skating rink and, you know, different things like that. But specific to the dessert kind of deal, this is... Yeah, it's a really unique concept. Absolutely. Yeah, and very, as you can tell, it's amazing. And you brought together, well, this really has been... Put on by the the museum. Museum, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, give them credit for all of it. What was the hospital connection to? They were just you just invited them as guests. Yes, that was, uh, and we were trying to come up with a group that we knew had been around in the community for a number of years, and maybe a group that sometimes gets unnoticed. You know, um, like they're really not on the forefront. They're always kind of just doing their their thing in the back. And uh, so, yeah, we thought we were trying to come up with some ideas of some people that maybe necessarily wouldn't get acknowledged, you know, in, in some fashion. So. Sure, yeah. How, um, Elaine, how is, how's Priestville doing? How's it, how's it growing? Um, are, do you see numbers increasing? Do you see... I think the school has picked up. I think uh-huh. they're going to have 20 kids this year. Okay. Um, struggles, I think, a lot like a lot of small towns yeah. economically or business-wise, uh-huh. right? But... I would say we're standing our ground as okay. about what we're doing. We're staying pretty stable. How long have you lived here? I grew, I was born and raised here. You were. It's quite a phenomenon. I'm not originally from Saskatchewan, but the number of people that I meet who have, you know, born and raised and lived all their life in one town. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, okay, it's going to be a broken record. Lauren was probably your teacher. Yes, he did. He taught point. me grade eight. Yes. Grade eight history. Uh, grade 8, math. Math, and everything. Well, probably most classes, yes. Okay. And Andrea? 
Did you grow up here? I grew up in the area. I'm originally not from preschool. We used to fight with preschool. Oh. I grew up in Sturgis. <laughs> oh, is there a ba- great battle? There is a rivalry. Well, there is yes. that historical yeah. battle there between is. the town Absolutely and Sturgis. Absolutely there is. Yes. <laughs> I think there's a historical site somewhere Abs- in between the two. Absolutely there yeah. is. So, yes, it, it's calmed down quite a bit, but I grew up in the area, and I think we've been here, we moved back about 13 years ago. Oh, okay. So you didn't get Lauren as a teacher? No, I did not. I did not. We probably, I probably played against him in some of the sports, but and I think we won. Yeah, these <laughs> these towns really are. I, I mean, they pride themselves. The the sports, the arena is the hub, right? Absolutely. Um, is there any kind of concern that as this older generation passes, that the the younger generation isn't going to pick up the torch of the the cultural aspects of the community? I mean. We know they'll always be there curling. Yeah. Um, but what about things like everything, all these artifacts and things? Who, who carries the history on? I think it's a problem already. Is it? Yeah, I believe so. From what we can see from our perspective, uh-huh. uh, this particular group is quite unique. Uh, but there isn't a lot of younger people that will pick up the torch. Not that I can see anyways. Right. In this in this. Like, I'm very involved in all the recreation stuff. Yeah. I'm guilty of not partaking. I only support, yeah. but I'm guilty of not, you know, helping out. And yeah, I'm not, it's definitely a I problem. I mean, the amount of sugar here alone should bring in every kid. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It should, yeah, but well, it's, I it's don't different. think Priestville is unique to that problem. Probably not. Yeah, yeah probably not. Well, that's one of the things that I'm hoping to accomplish with the podcast series. Is this, this is very much a younger demographic tool. I mean, this is how this is how kids are getting their information now. This, you know, podcasts are they they just want sound bites. They want them quickly. They want them when they want them on their devices. So this is one way of at least hoping that somebody out there is listening. But you know, as I travel the province, museums always have those fabulous um, in you know the summer intern programs. I don't know, where they have a summer student for the... Yeah, they do this summer. Yeah, yeah. so there's those programs that really... And I'm always meeting kids that are really keen on on their museums. They they really like the stuff. You'll get a few, but uh, they take some classes. Some of the students, some of the teachers will take students to the museum. Yeah, it's definitely not as strong as it probably could or should be. Right. And SAS culture was pretty important to... To making this happen for you guys, your Culture Days weekend. Sass Culture was responsible in letting us have you. And yes. Well, I think. That, are there more events planned for tomorrow? Nothing here. No. Well, I mean, if you have to do one, this was a pretty impressive. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. It was very good. Yes. Very well done. Well, and you know, even attendance, I think, would have been. But we're in an agriculture community, yeah. so a lot of people are missing sure. that we know normally would be okay. here. But, but this is pretty impressive. This is very good. Absolutely. Very good. This is, uh, well done. It was very, like I said, kudos to the museum. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They did, they did Excellent. A great job. And kudos for you guys for bringing me here. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you for, for coming. coming. No, you did fantastic. Yeah, we were very impressed. We wanted to get you here. I, was, I wanted to get here. <laughs> this was a good reason to get here. Dessert and sugar. That's exactly. It doesn't get any better than that. Thanks, both of you. Thank, Thank you, you for, for coming. coming. Thanks for listening. The Sascapes podcast is created and hosted by Kevin Power for Sass Culture. Funding to the cultural sector is provided through the Saskatchewan Lotteries Trust Fund for Sport, Culture, and Recreation. For more information, visit iHeartCulture.ca and SaskCulture.ca. Music for Sascapes is provided by Saskatchewan-born singer-songwriter Jeffrey Straker. There's no end to the stories to be told. So, until next time... <laughs>